Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good evening. I'm your host, Propaganda Hitman. You're listening to Propaganda.Earth. This show is sponsored by the blog. The blog is a dot .store. We are a dot .earth. www.propagandaearth, all one word, dot .store. And there you'll see a health blog and the politics blog. The politics blog is generally the template for the evening show. We also are very happy to announce that people are enjoying the pre-probiotic blend. They're beginning to figure out what we've been talking about, how it's not about buying a probiotic blend from Walmart. You have no idea how active the cultures are. They may have started active, but they're not handled right. It's also not about buying things from China. And thirdly, it's not about being impressed. It's not about 18. Your blood type, is, if it's an O, may only be benefiting from three or four of those 18. Then you've created at, min, at, max, at, at best expensive urine. At worst pre-probiotics that may be negative to your blood type. So we have pre-probiotics specific for O, A, B, and AB. Your negative RH factor has nothing to do with it. Your negative personality has nothing to do with it. Just simply go to propagandaearth.store and help yourself, help your family, help your neighbors. It may even give you a better personality when your gut bacteria is in harmony. So, so we're about to begin this show. Well, I was going to begin with that guy, but no. One moment. Here we go. This is for Madam Kate Smith, Broad Street Bullies, Philadelphia Flyers. When men were men. When Bobby Clark, in order to smile, would put in his denture. When Bernie Perron, after fielding 60 shots on goal and only letting two go by, said, Some fun, eh? When Eddie Selesky was the bird, Ed Van Imp, and when Dave Schultz, the enforcer, said, let me in, let me kick some ass. Woo-hoo! 
lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about today. What have you got? You got any video you want to share? Well, or? This is pretty funny, so let me get to it. It's actually funny, and we all need laughter if I can find it, which I'm, for some reason I'm a tough time. Hold on. Bear with me. I had it here, and as fast as it pops, it's, here we go. Here we go. If I can get this to work. This is President-elect Donald Trump. I just wanted to tell you. Hey, Donald. I'm in Michigan, which is all. Hey, Donald. President-elect Donald Trump, I just wanted to tell you that when I'm in Michigan, which is all the time because they're a wonderful group of people, I love the state, I love everything about it, Detroit is fantastic. When I'm in Michigan, I always need a coffee, and when I go someplace, there's no better coffee in the world than Bigley Coffee. It's very Bigley, it's great, it's American-made, not in China, we're not getting anything, the Russians cannot hack the Bigley Coffee. It's fantastic. And the people who work there are very beautiful, wonderful people. I love these people. They're great, hardworking people. <laughs> fantastic. And when I leave, they always send me out with a smile on my face. And let me just tell you that Big B Coffee is fantastic. It is, when they make my latte, it's just perfect. It's, it's wonderful. It's not fake coffee. It's not one of these terrible organizations that make awful coffee, that lie about it, put their terrible lies in coffee. Believe me, it's huge. It's the best. It's wonderful. It's great. Believe me. Try it. Go get some Bigly coffee. Believe me. Huge, huge Bigly with the big B there. That's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. They're so yeah, lucky. They are so lucky to have Donald do their their ad. They can go to hell. Believe me, yeah, they can go to hell. Turn it off. My fellow Americans, this is President-elect Donald. I say it's Donald. She says it isn't. What does she know? So what's next? Okay. What's next? I have to laugh in this. Georgetown professor, white should pay for radical sins. Racial, Racial sins. sins, yeah. So all right, now wait a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all fantastic and fine, but he's got a big problem. He's going to be paying for it. Nine facts about slavery they don't want you to know. Okay? Go for it. Here you go. The first legal slave owner in America's history was a black tobacco farmer named Anthony Johnson. Now, i got more to tell you about him. He is not a nice man. Let me wait here, this one. And this is what he did. The first slave owner in America was not only a black man, he went to court and demanded it. In 1654, it was time for Anthony to release John Castor, a black in, in indentured, indentured servant. servant. And let me explain this. So just, you know, the United States was, was founded on indentured servitude because the 13 colonies were fundamentally 13 corporations. And the crown, the King of England, granted these titles, these charters to each state. William Penn was granted a massive charter. Ohio was part uh, of that charter. And 
that charter enabled Jeff, uh, William Penn to send people off and survey an area, and that's why it looks like a keystone. They call it the Keystone State because its shape on a map looks like a keystone, a lentil on top of the doorway, the keystone. So each of these people came over. Uh, they were assigned to as workers to certain affluent people back in Britain or and that was chiefly what it was they came over they were as they were servants indentured servants to let's say for example the Hudson Bay Company the Plymouth Plantation uh, Virginia Plantation and so forth so these people had a basic bounty on their head that they had to work off. And they had latitude. They were able to get some land and farm for themselves, but they also had an obligation to work. And the profits would go to the uh, British East Indies Company and so forth. So... The idea is that everybody started in the colonies, almost without exception, as slaves, servants, indentured, contract slaves, contract workers. So it's very interesting that 200 years before the Civil War, the first man to actually request uh, that a person be a slave and that he has actual ownership of the person as chattel was in an effort, was a black uh, person, a person of uh, melanin dominance. And tell us more about it, Wheels of Steel. So as I told you... You were giving us more background on him. It was time for Anthony to release John Castor, Ca Castor, a black in indentured servant. So he was a contract worker. You just said that. Instead, Anthony told Castor he was extending his time. Castor left and became employed by the free white man Robert Parker. Anthony Johnson, the black Now, when we say free, we're saying he's not a slave, He was, but he was not an indentured servant. Anthony, he had already bought himself out of servitude. Anthony Johnson, the tobacco black slave owner, sued Robert Parker in, the, in Northampton Court in 1954. In 18, 1654. In the court ruled that Anthony Johnson could hold John Castor indefinitely. The court gave judicial sanctions for blacks to own a slave of their own race. Thus, Castor became the first permanent slave and Johnson the first slave owner. Now, I can tell you, you that in public school back in the late 1960s, when we were introduced to Muhammad Ali and Leotine Price, 
and George Washington Carver, and that was called Black History Month. We certainly never learned the inconvenient truth that the first black slave owner, the first slave owner was a black man, that he went to not the American court. It was not America then. Let's not be confused here by propaganda and by weak-minded people. We were British citizens in those days in this country. I wasn't there. I wasn't a slave owner. Uh, My people came in the ninth, no, in the, my people came in the 20th century. I wasn't involved in the slave trade, but the slave trade was started by blacks. Yeah. It may have been risen to a high art for a lousy hundred years in America, but the carpet bagging in Jim Crow, that's the Democrats and the greatest scandal. Look, the Democrats are pretty adept in scandal. Hey, American Indians owed thousands of black slaves. There was, in 1830, there were... A census taken. Yeah. There were 3,700 free black people who owned 13,000 black slaves. Uh, I'd really like you to... I'd like you to save that, and we'll keep that... Yeah, I see. Uh, i got tons of these. Every few months is part of our history lesson. Yeah. For, bla- for, for black these America. These stupid black professors, these stupid black government officials who constantly think Race white bait. people are paying don't even know their history. They're embarrassing. They're so stupid. No, uh, whether they're stupid or not, if they can pull the propaganda off, because this is what this country's been about for decades. Look, it's the party of criminality, it's the party of Al Capone, it's the party of slavery. It's the party of fratricide. It murdered its own people. John Wilkes Booth and his Illuminati conspirators were Democrats and they murdered a president. So when the Democrats call for martial law, this is the game they play. When the Democrats call for the arrest or murder of Donald Trump, president-elect. This is very common. There's nothing new here. In a moment, they slaughtered a president, jumped up onto his balcony, shot him, screamed death to the tyrant, jumped onto the stage, broke his ankle, and was killed in a shootout uh, at or burned down at a barn nearby. It's a terrible thing. It's Democrats who killed their own president, Kennedy. Democrats. It's a scumbag political party. It was Lyndon Johnson. It was Johnny Roselli. It was Clay Shaw. It was E. Howard Hunt, Magruder, Martinez. The list is pretty extensive. John Connolly, who was involved in the murder of their own president. Why? Had to do with the CIA. 
Same thing we're now facing. It's the same thing we're now facing 50 years later. 50 years. Fat pig. Calling for martial law and the suspension of the inauguration. What's that fat broad's name? Lesbian. Adopted the kid she lives in Nyack, New York. Talk show host on TV. Oh, Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell, Rosie O'Donnell is now calling for martial law. law. So, so when ever you don't like a political outcome, you call for martial law. Is that what? the republic is going to turn into no longer the peaceful coexistence of two political parties or more, the peaceful transfer of power. She knows everything about this Donald story is pure, vile, filthy propaganda. You've got people within the intelligence office playing this game. You've got people in Britain playing this game at MI6 their equivalent of the CIA. But they see theirs mandates that their MI6 is not supposed to engage in domestic. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But they're certainly involved in the propaganda against the American people and against Donald Trump. There are very important issues at stake. Donald Trump ran on nationalism, not on internationalism, and there is a very deeply entrenched globalist element that has had a free reign for decades. Look, a piece of the reason why Donald Trump, excuse me, portion of the argument behind the murder, the motives of John F. Kennedy, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, was that he wanted to get rid of the CIA. He felt that they were lying to him. He wanted to get rid of the Federal Reserve. He knew that the Federal Reserve is neither federal or a reserve. It's just a cabal of very wealthy old families who are playing banker with paper money backed by nothing thin air and faith and credit of the American government. It's a debt note. Every time you use a Federal Reserve note, it's the creation. The only way we get it is because the U.S. Treasury, which is really not U.S. either, it's a corporation, incorporated in the Bahamas, And this corporation, with the president's approval, says, well, we got a shortfall. We need money. Fed Reserve says, how much do you need? Great. Well, we're running a $2 trillion debt this year. Fed Reserve says, no problem. We will loan you the money. And we will hand you a debt note. It's called a Federal Reserve Debt Note. 
and you can trade these debt notes. But make no mistake about it, it's legal currency for all debts, public and private. So you can swap your debt around. But one day, the chickens will come home to roost. And we've already had one federal bankruptcy, and we're on our way to a second federal bankruptcy. You say, what does this have to do with anything? has everything to do with it. Because the globalists, the internationalists, don't want Donald and the American people standing up and pulling out of this new world death march. This death march to a population of 550 million. The death march to the complete floridation of the American people. Propaganda has now come to a high art. The evidence is slipping into the mainstream that mercury and aluminum are causing the autism in America and very possibly these immune problems and immune collapsing cancer factored into cancer as we get older. Now, Donald even is not a fan of vaccination. And from what I understand, the Donald delayed the vaccination of his children just to make sure because he has a friend, a business colleague. And he said it. The kid was fine on the weekend. He was with the kid all weekend. Then come Monday, the kid gets the shots, and then the kid's not the same. So when Donald, Donald doesn't need a weatherman. No, he sees it right before. You can time. say anecdotal all you want, but this is the world we live in. This is, this is the mortal coil that we were given, and we were given the power of reason and the power of judgment. Now, I understand that this is not what the public schools instill in you. They never teach you the two words together, says who. They never teach you why. And why is that so? And when they say, because I say so, well, that's not enough. I want a logical argument. We don't teach logic. We don't teach rhetoric. We don't teach debate. We don't teach our children from kindergarten through 12th in every class, presenting day after day in front of the class, reading in front of the class, singing in front of the class, developing poison character in front of the class, engaging the least among us, and encouraging I remember there's a young man, Rodney. We didn't expect anything of Rodney, and that's terrible. He was on Adderall. The teacher in those days, who knows what the, the speed was, and the teacher would have to go into the bathroom when he was acting up and give him his medicine. But we didn't engage him in the class. The teacher didn't engage. This was public school in the class. Didn't ask him to read and say, look, we're not here to make fun of you, Rodney. We're here to encourage you and support you. That's all we do. I remember that it would seem nothing more than punishment. I couldn't see. We were no longer in the world of blackboards with white chalk. We were in the world of green and yellow and fluorescent light. It was the most imbecilic decisions in the world because green boards already, uh, fluorescent lights throw off green. I don't know whose idea it was. But I had to sit with my chair right at the board. It was humiliating. But this is what we call public education. 
No one asks questions. Now I'm going to tell you something. This is a requirement of this show, that you question everything. Trust nothing. Verify everything. Nothing can be believed anymore from the media. These media have taken you as pure docile. And the one thing that the Internet has done is liberated you, and they're doing everything in their power to shut this Internet down. They're trying everything in their power to make fake news. Uh, wheels of Steel. We're going to do that. Wheels of Steel. When you go to – when you go, that's not what I want to talk about. I could care less okay, about when I go He's where? dead as far as I'm concerned, and I mean that fig- figuratively. Where, what are you talking about? When you go to propagandaearth.store and you use Google Chrome, do you get to see all your entries? Say this again? When I go to where? Repeat that, please. PropagandaEarth.store. You're familiar with that? Yeah, I'm one? familiar yes, with of it. Of course, that's our. Blog. Okay, moving on. When you use Google Chrome, what happens? Nothing. You told me today that's, that's when not, you wait, use Google. Not a propaganda. Not to our store. No, 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 no. The blog. No, what I happened? I was on Facebook yes. today and there was a post. I yes. can't remember what it was it about. It doesn't matter. What's the I point? I click on that to take it to so I can read more. When I did that, it said 404 error. Okay, so that so was what, what I when excuse Facebook, me. So what I did. No, but so what I did. Explain I, what happened again. Okay. Someone. Okay, we have a friend on Facebook. Yes. They posted something. Yes. I don't remember what it was, so I click it. Click on it, which takes me to. The browser, whatever you call it, so I can read more about it than just what's on Facebook. Right. When I did that, it said 404 or 401 error, meaning I couldn't get there. Couldn't yeah. get, so, so I said, screw so this. censorship No, wait, I'm not done. Facebook. That was on Google Chrome. So I said, screw you this. You were using Google Chrome browser to look at something yes. on Facebook. So now what I said, screw this, I'll copy this address i don't know what i don't have the language you know you just copy the go on just so i copy the 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 um address bar whatever and i go over to internet explorer pop it in there hit enter and it popped open with no problem immediately so the point is that and that happened to me twice today google chrome is censoring google chrome is censoring information facebook is allowing google chrome to censor they have become, these little scumbags out in Palo Alto, California, have decided with their disgusting, degenerate, Marxist, liberal bias that they are the arbiters of real news. They're the arbiters of good taste. And that's really dangerous. We have let these liberal, Marxist, biased, snowflake, billionaires play hostage with us. This is the face of fascism. Don't be confused. Mussolini was a fascist. Adolf Hitler, that's not fascism. That was socialism. In fact, he called his party National Socialism. But see, the little Marxist scumbags who rewrite history want you to think that Hitler was a fascist. No. 
They want to neutralize you with socialism because socialism is good. But, but because they don't want to totally touch socialism unless you dig deep, they call themselves progressives, meaning progress. So what is good and noble and traditional necessarily must we must progress from. And this is all linguistic scams by little Marxists. But now it's gotten really dangerous. When Rosie O'Donnell, with a television platform, calls for the suspension of our inauguration... This is treasonous talk, and I absolutely believe that she should be arrested federally and charged with incitement to treason. It's not enough that we just turn off her show. It's necessary that people be held accountable for their language. Well, Hitman, there was a guy, you know, another leftist crackpot, saying, well, can Obama kill uh, Trump already? Well, the FBI went to visit him. So this is going to get very serious. This is no joke. But there are some things I wanted to cover. So cover them. Okay, what I have here, I want to cover this because, okay, oh, geez, Louise, I hope it's here. It's from Michael... I don't know if I have it now. Hold on. Okay, here it is. Uh, Michael Lightman posted this. And this here is... <clears throat> what? He's so a rabbi. He, no, he's more than just a rabbi. Well, okay, then he's a doctor. Go ahead, you say what he is. He's a scientist. He's a physicist. A chemist. And Russian-born. God forbid. Those damn Russians. Okay, he is. And he is also living in Israel. He is a rabbi, and he is a brilliant, world, internationally famous Kabbalist. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's what he posted: In the past year, many of us begin to see much more clearly through the lies that have distorted our vision for so long. Public discussions of the lies that liberal democracy politicians and our very culture tell have brought us closer to seeing our reality as it truly is. President elect Trump is accused of taking the art of lying to a completely new level, but actually he simply dropped the presence of pretense of honesty that every other politician steers to maintain, strives to maintain, and in this sense is truly more honest than the others. That's not flattering? Perhaps the greatest... That's not flattering? Oh. Okay, hold on. I must be reading this wrong. Just continue. Oh, okay. Perhaps the greatest of presence was through the outgoing Obama behind which hid the great injustice and damage 
that has been inflected upon America and the world. Obama represents. So what he was saying, the word, the word is pretense. Right. So what, what Lightman is saying is that Obama had this massive pretense of being. Uh, what's his first real? What's his first name? Barry. Or Barry, having this pretense of being feel-good Barry. Yes, we can Barry. This Nazi, this really dangerous speaker, who could just swoon us, keep us loyal to him, as he disintegrated the country, as he dropped the borders. And he let people in that know nothing about a constitution, knows nothing about civil society. Now, this isn't bigotry. You, if you haven't lived in Panama, then don't fucking criticize me. I did. If you haven't visited the Nazi enclave of Bariloche in Argentina, if you haven't seen the incredible wealth of Uruguay. Wheels of Steel did. If you haven't seen the palaces and the parks and the plazas and the poverty of Argentina, I did. I've been to Bariloche. I've I understand the rat line from Germany to Argentina. We were looking for directions. We were looking for a place maybe to live up in the mountains and just enjoy our life for a period of time. And we pull in. And then all of a sudden... Well, there were German, there are, there are German shepherd dogs that have ripped your face right off. You and what did they do? The did they go to their post or they came right to the car? They came to the car to rip right our to the face car. off. We're like, whoa. And then this and woman then this comes elderly, out of the And grandmotherly, old woman comes out German speaking woman. German. And then she made, she did a command for those dogs. They disappeared and they were like statues around the yard. They went to their post. Each one had Then she his spoke post. English. To us, remember? Right. And then we left. And we're like, whoa. Whoa. You know where the all the rat, Nazis went? The rat Argentina. Line. The rat line. Uruguay, Paraguay under Stroessner, and Argentina. The only reason I brought this up is because he's saying that, you know, with the uh, neoliberalism that held us captive of this political correctness has really hurt our culture, Michael. Well, that's, and the lies. that's really important. What are you trying to when say? When I listen to Lightman, he, 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 is, he doesn't speak in English. No. And he's, his, he's a mathematician. His language is very complex, and he speaks freely. So when we listen at night to him, he has his students doing simultaneous translation. But he's saying everywhere you look, there are nothing but lies, 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 fake news, media echo chamber. The social network is creating false realities or something that's so out. This is an outrageous phenomenon you've never seen. That's all. And then what we learned on top of this fake news narrative, because look, we were warning you two months ago 
maybe three months ago, that there were reports that we had heard that they've got videos supposedly of Donald Trump at Jeffrey Epstein Island. And the reports we heard was that Donald Trump is an Eagle Scout. And when he saw, first saw that Jeffrey Epstein had all these young kids in the pool. He said, oh, this is great. Jeff lets the kids in the pool. This is fantastic. Then when he realized what the kids were there for, he left. Yeah. I don't want any part of this. I'm out of here. He left. left. When he saw it was nothing but drooling men looking at the kids in the pool, and it came to him that this was a orgy island. He left. Then McCain was given this piece of propaganda. McCain reportedly turned it over to the FBI, but somebody along the way also turned it over to, what was it, the New York Times or the Washington Post? Several of them, yeah. And then they wouldn't do anything immediately with it, so it went to what what website? Biz, biz, biz. biz uh, Buzz. Buzz BuzzFeed. 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 And then CNN sent something, but they linked to BuzzFeed. And That's now right. they're saying, Now, oh, the BuzzFeed is if they can't, they're saying that Donald, they have evidence, but they can't substantiate the source, but they have evidence that Donald was involved in either peeing on or being peed on by models in Russia. Now, Donald is nobody's fool. He knows that whomever he sits with can and will be used against him. Billy Bush spent 10 hours to come up with that line, 10 hours of goading and goading and goading and goading. And he, at some level, Donald thought, you know, okay, well, you know, we're having men talk, locker room talk, let down my guard, this is Billy Bush. When Donald travels to the third world, to Russia, Donald knows very damn well that any hotel room he's in is, not can and can, but can and will be bugged. And anything you do, you have to watch the food you're eating. You have to sleep with your clothes very close by in case you have to get the hell out of Dodge very fast. You don't sleep well. So McCain gets this piece of information. Did McCain go to Israel then with he the turns around, Then he turns and gives it to the FBI, and somehow this gets leaked. And it's a phony story. More things to constantly build up the, this mountain of garbage, and they're going to postulate that if they cover a mountain of garbage with plastic and then they make snow on it, you can call this molten, this mountain of trash a high-end ski resort. I wouldn't take that date. But then we learned today, it was, I believe, in the Jerusalem Post. And every time I say I'm going to start listening to it, I'll write it down. I forget. We've got to start listening to the Jerusalem well, Post or start reading it online because okay. they released that Okay, fine. Last week, there was a high-level meeting between Barack Obama administration and insiders in 
the government of Israel, warning that Donald is not your friend, that Donald is highly compromised. He may be a Manchurian candidate. They have incredible dirt on Donald. This, after stabbing Israel the fuck in the back, they promoted that resolution against Israel. It's an irrevocable resolution unless they can get everybody to vote against it. It takes the force of law because that's where we live now. We live in a world where sovereignty is becoming threatened by this international regime of degenerate, cross-dressing, sex pedophile freaks known as this New World Order crowd, technocrats. And as I've told you before, they call you the precariat. They don't give a shit about you. Read Huxley. Understand. Who's the lady that was the founder that ever, all the liberals love, the founder of Planned Parenthood? I, I don't know her name. can't remember it. I'm sorry. A total eugenicist, Margaret Sanger. Oh, Margaret Sanger. And I'm the reason sorry. why she supports, she created Planned Parenthood was because she wanted to murder brown babies and poor white trash babies. She felt that the affluent people have one to two children and poor people breed like animals, she said. And so it was not through the benevolence of the butcher, or in this case, through the benevolence of the abortionist that you get to live your life child-free. It's because their agenda is to make sure that the poor populations don't overproduce like rabbits. So you really ought to understand who's pulling your strings all the time. Democrat Party, the party of racism, the party of eugenics, the party of artificial intelligence, the party of driving automobiles, and when you die in that car wreck, you have nobody to sue because they're already been given waivers by the Obama administration. They can't be sued. This is the world of your nightmare. This is dystopia. And Donald Trump, sitting on the sideline as a stealth patriot, biding his time, biding his time. And he got to an age where he said, I've made everything that I can, fortune-wise. My children are well cared for. And more importantly, they're very bright and very talented. It is time. I've been biding my time for years, but if I don't step in now, this country is over. Over. Okay, um, I have something. Do you know what Barack did now to Cuba? No. Obama ends visa-free path for Cubans who make it to the U.S. soil. You can't come unless you have a visa. That's something that's... You used to. Oh, Obama ended visa-free path. Visa-free path. Meaning you could come without a visa. Read the sentence. 
Because your okay. headlines mean nothing. All right, people Obama announced Thursday he is ending a long-standing immigration policy that allows any Cuban who makes it to the U.S. soils to stay and become a legal resident. The repeal of the wet foot, dry foot policy is an effective media. The decision follows months of negotiation forced in part to getting Cuba to agree to take back people who had arrived in the U.S. Effectively, immediate, immediately, Cuba's nation who attempted to enter Nationalist. the... Nationalists. Cuban nationals. Nationalists. Thank you. Who attempt to enter the U.S. illegally and do not qualify for humanitarian relief will be subject to remove. Consistent with U.S. law and enforcement policies, Obama said in a statement... By taking this step, we are treating Cuban immigrants the same way we treat immigrants from other countries. The Cuban government has agreed to accept the return of Cuban nationals who have been ordered removed, just as it has been accepting the return of immigrants interdicted at sea. So what he's saying is that, and that's, I guess, a to me, that would be logical. But logic doesn't play a part when you're talking about the conservative Democrats or Republicans down in Miami who believe that uh, Cuba is a slave island, and I believe that, and that anybody who makes it on a raft is given asylum here. Not anymore now. Barack ended that. Yeah, that's only that they he are only to be lets, sent back. But if you're from the Middle East, it doesn't matter. Okay. Absolutely. So you're from the Middle East, doesn't matter. It's called a sanctuary city. So it, it, this is good stuff. You got to understand this. There's a lot of dem of the Cubanos who are Democrats. This decision of Barack Obama and the Jewish will people are Democrats. They're going to just destroying these parties. The Cubans lockstep. To the Republican Party, and, and don't they will think send the Cubans will fight everybody but people. Susan Sarandon. All the liberal Jews, oh, she's an except for uh, what's her name, Jane Fonda. No, the Jews, the singer Barbara Streisand. Oh, Babs. Oh, so everybody but Babs. She is anti-Jew. She hates herself. Self-loathing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now listen to this. You got to watch this. You should hear our dog snore. How old I love is it. Blue? An entitlement program. That's Who's what. Pay that's, my rent? Welfare queen flips out after being denied her entitlement benefits. You've got to understand this. It's called an entitlement. To what? That's why they call it. Look at it. Look at the term you just read. This is language. When language slips in, 
the undercover today. Today I was listening to, uh, we had to make a doctor appointment for Wheels of Steel, and yeah, we, we called this doctor's office, and they're talking about, uh, please leave your information so we can triage your call appropriately. Triage your call. The woman doesn't even know what the meaning is, so you asked her. No, I left a message with both terms, in medical, dealing with emergency room, because I said, look, you're not talking about emergency room. Because if it's an emergency, you're being, you tell us. Every doctor's office says, dial 911. Don't leave an emergency call message on this machine. Now, let me tell you something. There's once upon a time when your doctor was on call and you would leave a message on button six or whatever, and it was the pager for the doctor. If this is an emergency, leave a message for your doctor. Now, then don't give a shit. You talked about that Obama trashed Trump in Israel, right? They say, no, we haven't finished that. It's called 911. You brought this up. So we, we okay. shifted a little bit. So it was triage. And I said, look, triage is what happens in a battlefield when in the movie MASH, and all of a sudden radar says over the speaker, everybody to your positions, incoming wounded, incoming wounded. And bam, everybody runs to figure out, okay, who's got their guts on the ground? We move him over. He's dead. Who's here that has a chance for life? And it's called triage. They make right there and then. The triage nurse or the triage doctor makes a decision fundamentally. Who lives, who dies? Who has the hope of living? We're going to go deal with him first. Live or die. When militarization takes over all walks of life, we're in trouble. We become the Roman Republic. Now you're hearing my uh, 18th century liberalism, 19th century liberalism coming out here. Language matters. Indeed it and does. I, and I don't let language sneak in without me shining a spotlight to the offensiveness of the language. And we should all hold tight to language language matters. Ideas have consequences. We're still living in the aftermath of the book Kapital by Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels. What do you got there, Wheels of Steel? Okay, I, we and I hope about, this goes even further. We were further. still talking about... Senator Cory No, Bo- no, no, no. We what? were still talking about Barack Obama met behind the scenes. Oh, okay, we're going there then. Okay, so we have... Now, Munchen is... Obama claims Munchen, trash. Stephen Nuchen is Jewish, okay? Stephen Nuchen? Cohen is Jewish. Michael Cohen, we're going to get to him next. Okay, is Jewish. Donald Trump has married two or three Jewish women. What? His wives aren't Jewish? You're saying Donald's three wives were Jewish? No, his children married, Jarrett married a Jew. Uh, uh, Jarrett okay. is Orthodox you and I Jew. Were in, and you the, and I were at the Jewish Yeah, Mar- Mar- Martha Maples Center. was there. Yes, Marla Maples. Right. Investigating or active because everybody. Well, I think she's she active was. in Kabbalah. Active in Kabbalah. Her daughter Kabbalah. was there. Donald's daughter Jewish Tiffany was there. Mysticism. Tiffany was sitting right there with us, right? Jewish mysticism. Right now, okay. I don't know what Ivanka was. The first Ivanka, wife. Okay, 
That's Ivana. Ivana, I'm sorry. The daughter's Ivanka. Well, she Ivanka, converted to Orthodox. And that, that's not your average conversion, okay? No. That means she had to be completely fluent in Hebrew. She had to demonstrate a willingness to keep a kosher kitchen, a kosher household. Oh, it's, oh, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's, it's as much work as it is a, to be strictly... Uh, in, in the Muslim faith, it is a strictness. No, Michael, they don't kill people. Nobody. Well, the Muslim faith, right? There is okay. Islam is different than Muslim. All I'm saying is that they have the same attention to, to detail, detail yeah. in not contaminating meat, meat and dairy, right. and pork, it's a and lot of shellfish, work. It's and a so lot of work. Okay, so we've got Tiffany. Involved in Kabbalah. We've got Ivanka, is Ivanka converted. Orthodox. And I think either Eric or Eric Donald is Jr. is married to another Orthodox, Orthodox Jewish woman. woman. So the suggestion between that, Jared Kushner as his right-hand man, Nuchin as his right-hand man, Cohen as his, as his right-hand lawyer, right? man, the and fact that that Barack Obama, in his insanity, pure insanity, as if he thinks for one minute that anybody in Israel thinks that his word means anything or that he's a friend of Israel. They look at him for the clown he has been, for the phony, for the guy who was caught on mic saying to his boyfriend, wife, whatever they are, we pulled it off. We pulled it off. You bet you did. But you are a young man, and it's a long life. And you didn't pull it off. There is no statute of limitations for treason. No statute of limitations whatsoever. And frankly, there are a lot of us that will never let this issue go. What you got there? Okay, so let me read it. So now we have investigative journalist R-O-N-E-N Ronan. Bergman is claiming Obama intelligent officials allegedly used S-A-L-A-C-I-O-U-S Salacious? Oh, salacious Russian blackmail information to compose Israeli officials to trust in sharing intelligence. Israeli officials trust in Donald Trump. Yes. And the okay. new administration. The blackmail information, this was found in the dossier published by BizFeed earlier this week, BuzzFeed, which, um, proper, which purportedly included compromising videos and information on Trump. The dossier was later determined to be a Fake. debunk... Uh, document. Fake. Yeah. Fake. Mm-hmm. Fake. During the meeting, but according see, to the Israeli who is participated the, in, in, in this it, propaganda war, truth is the first victim. It doesn't matter now. The Democrats have taken off their mask and they've shown what they are. They're the party of the New World Order. Okay. They're the party of conquest. They're the party of lies. Mm. They are in hibernation. They've been in hibernation, advancing their agenda. Barack Obama told you he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't need Congress. He has his pen. 
He'll do whatever he wants, and the bigger the administration grows, the more power any president has. Any sane Democrat or Republican would have a vested interest in the destruction of the federal government. And I don't mean by war. I mean by voting it down, defunding it. That's the secret. You start defunding vast swatches of the federal government, and then it won't turn, in your world, to the right in fascism, or in my world, to the left towards communism. These are not, it's not a plane. It's okay. not, it's not a yardstick from zero to 36 inches. It's a horseshoe. The okay. extremes of the left and the right are so, they bend in like a horseshoe that in animal farm, they may as well have touched, kissed. The farmer became the pig and the pig became the farmer. Farmer was bad. And then all of a sudden, Napoleon, they see people sneaking up to see what goes on at night in the old farmer's house where the pigs live. And they see Napoleon. Nobody was supposed to wear jackets. Then all of a sudden, Napoleon's wearing the farmer's jacket. Nobody's supposed to wear a hat, but all of a sudden, Napoleon's wearing a hat. Nobody's supposed to smoke pipe tobacco, but Napoleon's got a tobacco in his mouth. Four legs good, two legs bad. But all of a sudden, Napoleon's standing on two legs, and guess what? They get rid of jackets are good, two legs good, four legs bad, and this is the world we're living in now. And when we've got propaganda ministries such as CNN, MSNBC, and many of our other mainstream news agencies, you've got to understand this is the plan. The plan has been for decades to let the American people run up debt and run up debt, and our army will solve everything, even with listening to General... Well, wait a minute. I have something for you. Here's Hold the on. Good, even look, listening to General... This is better than what you're... I got it. Go ahead. Listen to General. Okay, if Russia did exactly hack the election, $9.88 billion budget for 2016 for National Security Agency, $44 billion 2016 budget for Central Intelligence Agency, $8.4 billion in 2016 budget for Department of Justice, no, Federal, uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation Justice Department. What the hell were we paying for? I mean, that's... That's not the Directorate of National Intelligence. That's not the NSA. That's not military intelligence. That's not marine intelligence. That's not naval intelligence, okay? That's not what goes on at Fort Meade. How much money is that? Okay. A hundred billion or more is well, spent. Well, I say ten billion, forty-four billion. 54, there was fifty-four I can and another add that. ten. Fifty-four, sixty-four billion, and everything. This is what they tell you. How about the Pentagon budget? They don't tell you which part of these agencies are black budgets. They're banking deals. They're drug deals. Nobody's telling you this. 
We have an out-of-control national continuity of government. And these are the people that are doing everything to discourage, to marginalize, and to discredit Oh, they the did Trump a in Israel, right? The Trump administration. Mm-hmm. They're, okay? they're, they're lying. This is them. what they are doing everything in their power because the, the patriot, the nationalist movement has awakened. And now the scum on the left want to say that the nationalist movement is Nazism. The fuck it is. They're Stop not. with your propaganda. It's okay? Not. Stop your shit. It's disgusting. You're talking to people who you think are stupid. You've always talked down to them. Maybe you're talking to your amen corner on these creeps that you've educated on the left wing. But the average American knows that this is an existential battle, the last battle maybe of, of, our, of our life, to regain the reins of America from a business corporate class, a business industrial, a business military, a business pharmaceutical class who has looked at the federal budget as a massive fucking pig trough to suck from, to screw in, to roll around like pigs in, and to puff themselves up in. You saw the way you were looking at a Bernie Sanders, and you took quite offense. You thought he was so rude to that person. But that's who these politicians really well, I are. Like I would have kicked him in the balls. I don't know who the hell he thinks he is talking to a citizen like they're shit. Because they've been constantly the citizens. It's the greatest thing in the world. You've heard me say this before. I have never in my life met a single person who has said, oh, I hate my doctor. Oh, my doctor's so stupid. Oh, my doctor's a moron. Germany plans to start... No, what you on... Give it a moment. What you on average see is... And Americans say, I love my doctor. I have the best doctor. Brilliant. And then... 325,000 people a year die from iatric doctor-induced death, illness, death. Everybody else says the outcomes are terrible. Oh, that guy's got a terrible doctor. Oh, doctors are terrible. Doctors. But no one's willing to admit that you go to a jackass. No one's willing to admit. Your lawyer's an ass. Your lawyer's incompetent. Your doctor's an ass. Your, your politician's an ass. We all hate Congress, but boy, oh boy, do we do the same living dead dance. Every two years, we elect the same guys. Every six years, we elect the same senators. But they have the lowest ratings in the world. And then you want to believe that Barack Obama's riding out on a high note. These people have created the news. They hire their own pollsters. The pollsters completely play with 
the pool of people from which they poll. They go to a Democrat-based constituency. They don't go to Republicans. It'll be 10 20% Republicans, some independents, and all the rest are hardcore Dems who respond to the donations, who respond to the polls, and of course, they love Obama, especially when it's contrasted against a massive electoral landslide in which the operative word is repeal. Repeal Obamacare. Repeal all the executive orders. Try to figure out the clusterfuck mess he created in the Middle East. Try to figure out how we save face without peeling, appearing to be appeasement on the Russian border. I can't make it any more clear. We have no business making a friend of Ukraine. I don't give a shit that they want to be an American friend. That is dangerous. We wouldn't tolerate Trudeau, whatever the little joker, the, the latest version of, of the father, Pierre Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, on our northern border in Canada to say we're basically breaking relations with the United States and we're going to uh, make friends with China. We're going to have them on our border. We don't trust America. We're going to put uh, allow, since we don't have a good army, we're going to have a million soldiers on the American border because when America, I'm giving you a hypothetical, becomes fascist under Donald Trump, all the Susan Sarandon types will want to escape and run to uh, Canada, and we need the help of China on out the Canadian border against the United States to protect us from these sleeper cells that could be infiltrating. Well, it sounds like lunacy when I'm talking because you're familiar with this, but you're not familiar with the Baltics and you're not familiar with Estonia and you're not familiar with Lithuania and you're not familiar with Ukraine. 80 years, Ukraine was the breadbasket of Russia. Now, I can tell you something. The old world order was Russians, Russia's the enemy. The old world order was trade with China. Give them a break. Bring them into the 21st century. They'll change. They haven't changed. They're using Marxist capitalist approach to build up their country. And they are signing land deals, uranium deals, strategic mineral deals all over the world. They've out-negotiated us. They've out-positioned. They've out-maneuvered because our congressmen in general are dumb as dog shit. Our senators are encrusted in their clothing, their underwear, their crotch rot, their dementia. Just listen to these people. When, the, when that Susan Collins and the other one, Maine, the Republicans, talk. They are so freaking old, it's ridiculous. In New Jersey, 
We had Frank Lautenberg till he couldn't even function anymore with brain cancer. You got John McCain, who can't go anywhere without his mental midget, Lindsey Graham, to act as his bodyguard. This is interesting. Cory Burker joins Senate Republicans to kill measure to import cheaper medicine from Canada. I thought he was a Democrat, Republican. I mean, Democrat. Why would he want to kill that bill? I can't answer That's it. Bernie, well, I could, I I could tell Bernie, you why. Bernie, that was Bernie Sanders' deal. That was Bernie Sanders' main deal. That, yeah, why would that he do that? Medicare should be able to negotiate with uh, with Medicare, with the pharmaceutical, or be able to buy from sovereign countries who get better deals. Right. So the people. why would Cory Booker, a total leftist, black act, black market? I have no idea. I can tell you why. What did, what's the, one of the most famous terms in politics? When two men get together, they say, follow the money. Oh, well, he's got problems. Senator. Well, uh, uh, we're not changing the subject, <laughs> Butterfly. Follow right. the money. Well, okay. Corey likes to do that. Wait to hear so this where next does article. He, where does he live? He lives in Detroit. I mean, New- Newark. Newark. Right. So from New York, Newark, down to Tom's River. He's sniffing the money trail. And what's there? Merck. Johnson oh. & Johnson. Right. Duh. It's... Pennsylvania, New Jersey is the, basically it's the drug capital, pharmaceutical capital of America. He's in the pocket of big pharma, the phony baloney. Oh, he's sitting there attacking Jeff Sessions during his U.S. Attorney General confirmation hearing. Has a he has a massive scandal so of his own unfolding. Senator Cory Booker is embroiled in a Newark Watershed um, Conversation and Development Corporation NWCDC scandal involving allegations of massive kickbacks. Yesterday, Donald um, uh, Bernard Sr., who was a senior project manager at the company that ran um, Newark's water infrastructure under the direction of then-Mayor of Newark, New Jersey, Cory Booker, plead guilty in federal court of accepting nearly $1 million in bribes from the contractors. And where does that guy's money go when he's the middleman for the grift? It gets handed unmarked bills in brown, pa- in brown paper <laughs> bags handed to somebody who works with Booker and will hand it to Booker. Are and any Booker of them not- in his safe will have a hundred grand. Uh, we're talking that a million was a bucks. million, million a dollar million. kickback. Oh yeah, but what's are any Democrats not gangsters? I never seen. They're all gangsters. That's what the party is. Party of the Mafia. But then they'll run their mouth like they're not... I mean, this blows my mind. But that's the problem. That's that's what's so difficult for growing up. When you get to your 50s, 60s, you start to realize... I was a Disney watcher. 
said, <laughs> so ever- there is no, what was your first disappointment? No Santa Claus or no Tooth Fairy? Uh, Santa, oh my God. No How Santa. How could you lie to me like that? How could you Horrible. lie to me? How can you lie to a kid like that and tell him such lies? Well, see, you're, are you looking as an adult or you experienced that as a kid? No, as a child. How could you, you lie? Felt betrayed, How could you lie to me like that? What the hell's wrong with you? You felt betrayed, right? What kind of right? people are you? So oh, yeah. you really felt betrayed by your parents? Oh, God, yeah. How could you sit there and lie? My brother told me. I was devastated. I said, I said how could they lie like that? He says, you know, what could he say? Wake right. up. Wake, Wake up. up. And part of growing up is we go back into our hypnosis of our social condition, and then something forces of that forces out us out of it. And what was that for me? Uh, I was a Reaganite, and then I saw Bush, the CIA guy, be taken on as VP, and I said, "Oh, we got problems. We got problems." And then I saw the people around Bush pushing in and the people around Reagan being pushed out. Within the first hundred days, Richard V. Allen, brilliant guy, he was pushed out. Place was a national security advisor of George Bush. And one by one, Bush muscled in, and Reagan's people were muscled out. And I started to lose faith, faith. But I held back and said, okay, well, I'm open, but I'm now more inclined to never vote for a president for two terms because I believe that ultimate power corrupts ultimately. But me, I would be willing to vote for Donald for two terms because I believe we have gone so far to the New World Order camp where both the, the liberal Republicans of the Bush family and the Clintons, they're all the same. When old lady Babs with her Hashimoto disorder and her bulging freaking eyes, maybe she doesn't see well out, calls Bill Clinton her other son, you know how far down the rat hole we've traveled. Because I don't even call it a rabbit hole anymore. It's a rat hole. It's a rat's nest. When the Republicans and the Democrats are all one party, Republicrats of the New World Order, and these people are going to do anything to put America back under its thumb back under its control. If it means war, they'll do it. If it means testing the water about suspending the inauguration, they start with Rosie O'Donnell. See, they, they, they came up with this story that Mike Cohen, or Mike Cohn, still... Right yeah, we're ready. All right? Yeah. And I'm going to lock the doggy door while you do that. Welcome back to Hannity. So during his press conference today, President-elect Trump, he took aim at CNN and BuzzFeed for covering an unverified story about Mr. Trump and his alleged ties to Russia in the report posted on BuzzFeed. It claims that Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohn, met with Kremlin representatives in Prague in August of 2016. One small little itsy-bitsy problem, Michael Cohn has never been to Prague. 
ever. Here's what the president-elect had to say about this earlier today. As far as BuzzFeed, which is a failing pile of garbage, writing it, I think they're going to suffer the consequences. They already are. And as far as CNN going out of their way to build it up, and by the way, we just found out I was coming down, Michael Cohn, I was being, Michael Cohn is a very talented lawyer, he's a good lawyer in my firm, who just reported that it wasn't this Michael Cohn they were talking about. So all night long, it's Michael Cohn. I said, I want to see your passport. He brings his passport to my office. I say, hey, wait a minute, he didn't leave the country. He wasn't out of the country. They had Michael Cohn of the Trump Organization was in Prague. It turned out to be a different Michael Cohn. It's a disgrace what took place. It's a disgrace. And I think they ought to apologize to start with Michael Cohn. And earlier today, I spoke with Michael Cohn all about this, and he said this. And joining us now, Executive Vice President and Special Counsel to Donald Trump, Michael Cohn is with us. How are you, Sasha? Sean, how are you? Oh, no, wait a minute. Am I allowed to look at this? Is the past. I, I, don't, I don't want to joke about it because it's serious in your life. But it's very serious. This is the passport. Life. Yes, it is. Okay. You... You, you're watching this unfold. I got a text from a friend of mine. Are you watching CNN? They're going insane. And then this whole thing unfolds. You're dragged into it all through the night last night. You, you're, you're a private guy. We're friends, but I know you. This is not comfortable for you. It's not comfortable, but I'm okay with it personally because it benefits Mr. Trump, and I'll do anything to protect Mr. Trump, the family, now Vice President-elect Pence, um, as well as the campaign. So I'm okay and he'll do anything personally. legal. The problem is that it affected my be used against It them. affected my wife, my in-laws, my children. And that's not okay. And I believe CNN and BuzzFeed and others owe them a serious apology. You know, there's an old expression, where do you go to you get your reputation? Never. Never. Uh, what was his name? Ray Donovan in the, in the Reagan administration. You know where you have to go? Crucified. To Donald Trump press release. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty amazing. Let, let me tell you, thank you to Mr. Trump for what he did, because without his help, who would have ever thought that there could be two Michael Cohens in this world? <laughs> <laughs> one of my best friends growing up, Michael Cohen, and you're one of my better friends in life. I've known you for a long time. Your name did come up in the press no, conference. Let's go back to yesterday. You got called by Mr. Trump, and Mr. Trump asked you, were you ever in Prague? And your answer was, never. In your whole life? I, no. I've, I've never been in Prague. And he wanted to see your passport. So he said, Michael, I really need to know. I said, Mr. Trump, I have never been to Prague. He said to me, Okay. I said, do you want to see my passport? I live close to the office. Right. And he said, yeah, do you mind if I see it? I said, of course not. <laughs> to my knowledge, it was in the middle of the night. I'll be there in about two minutes. Right. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just... It was the middle of the night. I, I did an opening monologue just in the last segment, how journalism is dead. It's buried. And fake news, you, last night I retweeted your tweet with Thank the you. passport. And you Thank know what people want to write me? so many people that hate me. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot, Michael. But you know what people are saying? Well, it's not opened. Right. Well, well, well hold on a second. With, with all due respect to those haters, do you really think I was going to open up the passport and allow them to see my ID number? Next thing I know, I'll be at the airport trying to leave the country for whatever the reason might be. And right. what will happen, somebody will have already duplicated it with my ID. I've been subject of, um, of personal attacks. Um, and the last thing I need is to have somebody with my passport number on top of everything else. You and I had a discussion last week. 
and I said these words to you. I said, the media and the left want to destroy Donald Trump. What he is doing, if he's able to fulfill his agenda, he's opening up the raw nerve in D.C. And that means the media establishment, the Democratic establishment, the swamp, even the Republican establishment. The swamp monster. And he talks about draining the swamp, and he talks about fundamental changes to government. This threatens who they are and what they have done and the way they have done it all of these years. Their goal is to malign a very good man, a man who I truly believe will go it's down disgusting. in history if they leave him alone as the best president. Michael, they're not going to leave him alone. Well, I'm going to do whatever it is that I can do to ensure that they leave him alone. He's a good man, and so is um, Vice President-elect Pence. They're a great team together. They're going to do exactly what they say. They're going to... And strengthen the military. They're going to secure our borders. They're going to create jobs. He keeps all of his priorities on that agenda. He, he will go down as a great president. Let me, let me go back, though. This is important. So you show him the passport, and you were in Los Angeles. Now, I'll give a little, I have to give a little insight here. Your son, you, by the way, you know I was in Los Angeles. I know, because you were sending me, that's you, know, right. you sent me a video. Your son is a top major league baseball pitcher recruit. And I've seen videos of this kid. He throws 98 miles an hour. Not 90, 95. 95. Okay, to me, it's 98. But I wouldn't want to catch it. I wouldn't want to catch it either. Woo! And, don't forget, and, you, and I knew you were out there because we looked at the time junior frame in we college yesterday. You were out with your son. How am I supposed to argue when I'm telling you that this is where I was at? Yeah. Right? They're claiming, oh, no, no, you weren't there. And I said, yes, I was. I was there. I was in Los Angeles. Well, why were you there? What's the difference why I was there? I'm telling you, I was not in Prague. They okay. claim How about they none of your frickin' business? With some Russian you phonies. Did you see any hookers while you were in Prague? I've never been to Prague. I've never been he to got Russia. peed on while he was in Prague. With all the collusion of WikiLeaks Dick and the media and the this is what they do. The Everything they do, they blame others for. Golden showers, they do. Um, I think this is just a preview of coming attractions. What do you, how do you analyze this, and what is the best strategy for the administration, incoming administration, to take? It's a very tough question because you don't know where it's coming from and you don't know who's lobbying these attacks against him. Our own side. Mr. Trump has a Lindsey Graham and John McCain. I'd like to keep myself in that little circle of extremely loyal people. He does. And we will do what it's necessary to protect, protect him, him and the his honor, the his reputation, his that, dignity. This man has assembled with the entire his team. His happiness. Significant group his of faith in humanity who will help him in order to get his um, agenda accomplished, including yeah. Ivanka and Jared, who are going to play key role well, in, helping, them in helping him. And I'm afraid that they will what try they, to what they did to Ivanka when she wore a bracelet on 60 Minutes it's and, so and somebody wrong. that works for her tweeted it out. It's so wrong on so many First levels. First of all, I mean, it's her bracelet. She like designs jewelry. Awards no. Where they attack, you know, the president. Right on. Now I have something that's very exciting. Yeah? If he's right, if Ron Paul's right, Anyone who leaked Trump... Ran or Ron? Ran, Ran Paul. Ran, Senator Ran Paul, anyone who leaked Trump intel report will be... Press should be jailed. Uh, Donald Trump also said today and acknowledged today in his press conference that Russia probably was behind 
cyber attacks in the past election, but he also struck back at allegations at an intelligence.ca that he said weren't fairly vetted or even right, uh, but, but, but that th this almost sounded like a, a, a cabal on the part of intelligence officials. What do you make of it? What it's I not called cabal or genius, it's called cabal. Blackmailing a public figure, and the public figure or someone takes it to the intelligence agencies, uh, you would think it would be private. And really, this is so important that I think whoever leaked it should be prosecuted. Someone should go to jail. If this was an intelligence agency had to talk to the media, they should go to jail. If this was part of the Obama administration, they should go to jail. The reason is you don't want your public figures succumbing to blackmail. Now, he's saying the information is false. Now, look, let's deal with this because both parties hate sunlight. They hate disinfection. And maybe if we had term limits, as Donald suggests, we wouldn't have these men wrapping themselves in the cloak of national security because one thing that I know as a great 19th century, 18th century liberal is that national security is the domain of tyrants, despots, degenerates, and complete incompetence. There are very few things better national security. And if we have a whole bucket of them, we're a dangerous country. If we focused on leading by example and not by toppling, if we, faint, if we led by leadership and not spying, if we led by work ethic and not spying, if we led by our constitution being the hallmark upon which all nations of legitimate background want to build and remodel and reflect. But that's not the way we've been winning these battles of hearts and minds, and that's why we haven't been winning them. Sure, older people around the world look towards America and say, we still believe in you. Younger people have no faith whatsoever. Now, maybe it's just the nature of things, and when people grow up, they realize that America is the last great hope. But we were very close to losing it, very close to losing it when Obama infiltrated the presidency with a completely complicit media and a generation of people in the House and Senate who really just don't have any respect for the Constitution. And that's why... Politics has been the football it's been. In America, every single American should be a rigid constitutionalist. Every single American, Democrat or Republican, should want a, const a Supreme Court of constitutional constructionalists. Those who say it's simple. Is it in the Constitution or not? Not we could interpret it this way, bullshit. If there's ambiguity, we need to go to Congress and Senate, create a constitutional amendment, argue for it throughout the 50 states, and bring it back. And we should have a railroad track built for this process. These ideas should be, the, be tested, and then they should be tested in the Supreme Court and if they're sound and they're not written in legalese and they're written exactly the way the first ten amendments were written, not by lawyers, 
or loyally, but lawyerly English. But something as clear as a bell, right to bear arms, comma, well-regulated militia. They're not dependent upon each other. You, my listener, are entitled to get together with your buddies and girlfriends, wives and children, create a, a trust, an entity, have meetings, have a secretary, grab dues, create notes, and have a militia. And make sure we know who's in it, and when you meet, and what, ex- what, what trainings you do, and everyone's entitled to be a part of a well-regulated militia. That's our privilege. And if we had a 1,000 well-regulated militias across all 50 states, we'd have 50,000 militias with hundreds of thousands of people participating. We didn't have a professional army during the Revolutionary War. Our, our politicians and generals, such as Washington, had to call begging to the states to send volunteer groups, Tennessee volunteers, Virginia volunteers, Pennsylvania volunteers, volunteer group one, two, five, eighteen. They were a ragtag bunch of volunteers that were promised pay. Not a National Guard that was completely abused and is the backbone currently of our surges. You remember how many deployments George Bush engaged in because we're too busy willing to pay military contractors $150,000, but we weren't willing to pay thirty to 50000 to regular everyday American troops. Everyday American troops have to live in public housing, government housing, be on food stamps, have to shop at a PX that's discounted, run by Walmarts. If we just simply return the balance to the citizen soldier and gave he or she the opportunity, and it shouldn't be a career, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years in the military? How about five or ten? And then you can't come back for five years. You have to gain some experience in the working world. You have to contribute to the working world. And then you can come back and do another ten years. Should there be a military pension? Absolutely not. Should there be a 401k? Absolutely. Should there be an IRA? Yes, absolutely. So we're bringing wheels of steel back to the back to the telephone. What have you got? Well, I just wanted to say something. And, um, that Czech president to um, refuses any Muslims in their country. They will never assimilate. Germany's sending refugees back to Greece. They've had it. 
Oh, so so Merkel is capitulating. She can't handle it anymore. They're being returned to Greece, and poor Greece. It's the dumping ground. It's the choke point, and now it's going to be the dumping ground. Now, Czechoslovakia says, no mas, no more. You want to hear something? Oh, this, what the hell? Send them to America. We can handle 10 million more jihadists. Oh, Michael, please. Listen, I love this one. Barack is Biden, the Medal of Freedom. <laughs> what, what is this? Bestowed himself a medal. Oh, well, we know that. It's beyond hilarious. This he guy's... gave himself an award. Is... <laughs> he wasn't even in office a month. Two months, and the Nobel Prize is given to him for peace. I don't know from who. And he's the guy I mean, that's like who's who burnt the Middle hell? East down. Oh, he funded ISIS. He armored ISIL up. He killed Ambassador <sighs> Mary. Excuse me. He killed Ambassador Stevens. He killed the CIA agent. Are we done with Senator Rand Paul? No. You got more to play? Yeah. Well, he's Let it roll. That's, I have to rely on his word on that. But the thing is, is let's say any public official is being blackmailed. What do they tell you to do? You're supposed to go to the FBI and give them the information. But if you can't trust the FBI to keep it secret, and the FBI is going to tell the press what someone's blackmailing you about, what will happen is it will lead to a situation where public officials may be more liable to be extorted or to be blackmailed. So this is Grandpa, what do you take us for stupid? You know, exactly Are you really taking us for that Senator stupid? It was a political football. Bullshit. Now, no, no. I'm sorry, Neil. Pause this. This is bullshit. I don't know what... Let's deal with motivation. Let's not kid ourselves. He went to sabotage. He knew. He knew that this was a pile of shit. But with his authority... Authority and his connections and his righteous indignation. This scumbag senator from Arizona, this walking Alzheimer's patient with his alcoholic, drug-idled wife. But he's with her because she's rich. Rich. She's got the money. And with with Viagra, he's got the hung. Okay. Are you done? No. No, hold on a moment. It's not about, it's the honey. Yeah, okay, Here we go. In dedication to Mrs. and Mr. McCain. Yeah, it's not that she's got the honey. She's got the money, honey. This is dedicated 
she got the money and I got the hung. This is to John and Mrs. McCain. Fly home, baby. I need your hung. She got the money. I got the money. I got the hung. She got the money. I got the hung. Mrs. McCain's got the money, and and John McCain's got the hung. And that's exactly what Lindsey Graham says. But he's got the hung. It has to be kept private, and no one will want to give information to the FBI if the FBI is going to release blackmail. It was intentional. It's to discredit Donald Trump. It's all phony. Everybody's throwing. Look, stop. Stop. This is like some movie from the Middle Ages where you see the film where they're raiding the castle and the continuity of government. And the New World Order are up on the ramparts, and they're throwing boiling oil down, and they're shooting, firing arrows, flaming arrows, and they're dropping boulders and everything they can because the Philistines, the unwashed, the deplorables are taking Washington and the establishment by storm. This is a bipartisan screw job coming after the American people. A bipartisan screw job. And let me tell you, yeah, I'm a little mer- nervous about Mattis, but he's playing the game, I hope. But I was nervous about Pence. In the beginning, Pence was separating himself, especially when... The story. Well, that's the point I'm making. Be patient. Listen. I am. I'm not a mental midget here. I've got a method to the madness. I'm the propaganda hitman. I see through the bullshit. More madness. The Dems are going nuts. Bernie Sanders, um, Senator of Vermont. I have. Bernie defends, defies Dems. I'll be happy to work with Trump on issues. Well, it's called politics. It makes strange bedfellows. He knows that he wants to make sure that there are people who are going to be protected when it comes to health care. You got to do it. But you also have to make competition back. There's no competition in New Jersey. You're basically a Blue Cross. It's a one-party town. It's a one insurance company state. But we're back to this. This is a bipartisan screw job. The media is in it. Donald is generous to people who are deserving of generosity. But he's not a, just throws money around. And he knows this is the people's money. When he decided that he wasn't going to take the salary... And then he said, oh, I'll have to take a dollar. Let me tell you. legally he says, I don't know if I can't take one, so I'll take a dollar. So this is not histrionic. This is not posing. This is not a posture. Greedy fucking Hillary was pretty rich. I never heard her say it. Barack Obama has left rich. This is amazing. I didn't hear him say anything about it. In fact, he's been on the gravy train. 
living like a king at the public expense. That's not Donald. But see, black is white and white is black and we're living in a hall of mirrors. And anything they blame Republicans or Donald Trump for, they're guilty of. This is a bipartisan screw job because Donald said he's going to drain the swamp. Well, the swamp is fighting back. The swamp has been in bed with the media for decades. They've got these people like Mike Morell, who are CIA clowns for decades coming on and giving their paid-for propaganda. They're propagandists. You can't trust anything that comes out of Hayden's mouth, that comes out of Morell's mouth. These people are career political operatives. They don't swear to the Constitution. They swear to the Bible of the New World Order, to Lucifer. And all of a sudden, Donald awakened the deplorables, the average American. And just look at what they're pulling. And well, they're Andrew, Schumer. Schumer. He'll work with Donald. Where Schumer? I'm not working with him. Jackie, Jack Schumer's shut it off. Schumer's talking right, like to... he's in the mafia in New York. More, and he's I, this saying, is amazing. This no, is hold amazing. on. He said these intelligence agencies have six ways to Sunday to screw you. Well, you let me tell you something. If that's true, you fucking scumbag. Chuck Schumer, you gone of kike. What you should have done was shut those you shut those agencies down, you fellow yid scumbag. You shut them down. If there's a threat that a president could be fucked over by our own intelligence, then then you shut them down. You shut them down. No, if there's even the risk. He no, he got his rocks boy. off. Yeah, this, he's a sick man. This guy yeah. who has a penile implant and lives on fucking Viagra and probably has spent more time at, at Epstein Island than Epstein himself. Probably. Okay? This scumbag kite gone a fuckhead. Okay? But see, blacks can call, call each other nigga. So let me tell you something. It's plenty okay when you see a scum. Just like when that Jewish guy was pressuring, we have it on our website, the IRS, head of the IRS, and then he finally said in Yiddish, I'm going to get you. He let him know, these people aren't believing in a democracy. These are oligarchs. These people have their fiefdoms. Somebody in the IRS, four years out. Four years out. Term limits on the entire political establishment. Everybody in Washington, it should be a civil service, not a lifetime on the gravy train. You want to work at justice, 10 years out. You can't come back for five years and you can't go back to the Justice Department. Maybe you want to work somewhere else and serve the public, fine. Ten years out, and you can't come back for five, and you can't go anywhere that you were involved in the regulation of, period. 
And that's what Donald said. But he said it only for the Senate and Congress, and we got to apply it to the establishment because I have flirted with term limitations all my adult life. But I've never been able to resolve the problem that if you don't recognize that the establishment inside the permanent government, the Pentagon, the bureaucrats, the millions that work there, these people will have more power than our own congressmen and senators because they won't be able to be fired. They'll outlast any congressional investigation, any congressman with a hard-on for, some administ- for somebody in, for some department at education or wherever. This is the problem. And the solution is term limits everywhere. Government is a service. It's an honor to serve. It's not a public Dull. Go on, hit uh, wheels of steel. What you got? Okay, this is something. Um, this is really interesting. On. Okay, here we go. Bible found fuse to World Trade Center steel has an incredible message on the world. So they found this piece of steel, and on this piece of steel, there was a piece of the Bible on March of. 2002, after the Islamic terrorist attack on 9-11, a fireman in New York City found steel from the Twin Towers, which had a single page from the Bible fused to it. But you got to understand, that's beautiful. Now listen, but now let for me people who well, want to think deeply, fused, fires don't fuse. Explosive concussive blasts fuse. Melted in. Fuse. The steel was discovered under a temporary true route called um, Tolly Road, and the local photograph photographer captured the message. I'm going to tell you. Hold on. The passage from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount from the Gospel of Matthew was clearly readable on this piece That's of incredible. steel. Is that an incredible story? If it's true. Because you've got to remember, the problem that we have currently with the Internet is that the way the Internet is architected, not architected, the way the Internet is utilized, Google and Overture, which was Yahoo, created pay-per-click. So it didn't matter if you were telling the truth as long as it's salacious. And if it's salacious... And it could be passed from friend to friend to friend and click to click to click. Means that you can make money on selling bullshit. Now look, when you buy a comic book of the Archies, Captain America, the Green Lantern, you know what you're getting. But it's a whole different story when you're on the internet and people are just lying to you. And that goes to say, I don't want to shut the internet down, but we need to be very mature about this. And we, can, we should not just encourage and pay for per view on YouTube and pay-per-click bullshit news. You want to put up bullshit news, put up bullshit news. But the, but the structure of the Internet shouldn't reward you for just how many times somebody's seen your bullshit. That's a problem. And I don't want Snopes. These people are liberal Marxists. You got that right. I don't want anybody deciding what is and what isn't news. We should, if we're going to do that, forget the internet. And let's start with the history books. 
what's bullshit and what isn't. Start with biographies, what's bullshit and what isn't. Start with all the books that are being published on a daily basis in America before we worry about the Internet. We just need a mature media, both print and online, that isn't willing to simply overreact and take the bait and feed the pay-per-click model. That's what I like about Alex Jones at InfoWars. He sells dietary supplements, Kevlar, and so forth, other items, bug-out bags. He sells these things so he doesn't have to get sucked into the pay-per-click uh, pay model. What you got there? I have, I have, um, here you go. You probably like this. This is Graham and Cruz. They're shutting, they're, they're, okay, well, anyway. State bill proposed cutting funds to UN over Israel settlement resolution, and that has to do with these two. And Senator Ted Cruz of Texas and Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina. And Senators, uh, wow, okay, <laughs> make America great again, baby. I'll tell you what, if I can hear Lindsey... love is everywhere. If, if, if I can hear Lindsey Graham say, make America great again yesterday with a smile on his face, oh anything is possible. The world is upside down. So I want to apologize to Ted for saying he should be killed on the Senate floor. Yes, yes. At least we're not on the Senate floor now. What would Bill Murray's character in Ghostbusters be saying at the sight of you two together? Uh, well, I think we've crossed the streams, and I think the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is coming out any, anytime dogs, soon. Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> Let me ask you guys really quickly. Uh, I'll start with you, Lindsay, because, uh, uh, Ted, you introduced Rex Tillerson. Um, were you concerned, Lindsay, about uh, Rex Tillerson's uh, non-answers to Marco Rubio's line of questioning? Uh, yes, I felt Marco did a really good job. Uh, Mr. Tillerson is a very accomplished guy, but when it comes to Russia, I want more clarity. I think war crimes were committed uh, under Putin's uh, control and regime. And, uh, you know, we'll see if he can clean up his answers. But uh, it's not about his qualifications as much as it is about how he views Russia, and we'll see what happens. And, Ted, let me ask you about that. You introduced Rex Tillerson. Uh, first of all, tell us why you did, what you know about the guy. And then, the same question to you, were you concerned about his non-answers to Marco Rubio's questions on Russia? Well, listen, the purpose of the hearing is to flesh out a, a nominee's views, a nominee's experience and vision. Uh, I introduced Rex Tillerson, number one, because he's a Texan. He's an incredible business leader from my home state. And, and I think this is a really challenging time. I think the foreign policy world is a mess after eight years of Barack Obama, and, and we need a serious leader. And, and if there's one thing Rex Tillerson is, he is a serious man with experience running a massive global company negotiating all over the world, and, and, and I hope and believe that, that he is going to be able to, to, to help change us from the direction. I mean, you know, right now, our friends don't trust us and our enemies don't fear us. We've got to change right. that, and I hope and believe we're going to. I'm wondering, then, why, uh, Lindsey Graham, then, why, why would it be so hard to say I'm concerned war crimes were committed? Well, I think, number one, you don't want to go into the job uh, naming uh, one of the 
leaders of the world a war criminal, but here's the problem. Uh, you got to deal with Russia as it is. And, and, and the bottom line is, I think his nomination is salvageable from my point of view. I think he probably is not going to get a lot of Democratic support for some of the other answers he gave. He said Russia did it. That made me feel good about hacking into our elections. He understands the utility of sanctions. Uh, he was reluctant to make a commitment about what he would actually do. I get that to a point, but he should have not got out of part. Look, we got to make language, preserve language. That's why the show is called Propaganda.Earth. The Russians did not hack into our elections. And we're going to have to say this a thousand times over and over and over. And Lindsey Graham won't get off this. I don't know. What his problem is? His problem is that Donald, Donald kicked his fucking ass. The guy didn't get out of first gear. He was left in the sandlot. That's where he was. Left in the sandlot. What did he get, 3%? He had to quit. So this is a personal grudge. And he's learned. These politicians are good. They believe that they can repeat a lie over and over and over, and it will indelibly be burnt into the consciousness of the American people. And probably between chemtrails, fluoride, total malnutrition, mineral destruction of the soil, we are low IQ. We play checkers, and the Russians and the Chinese play three-dimensional chess. We are amateurs in their hands. Well, we are rotating Congress and Senate continually. Without us being profoundly well-educated, we will never be a match for the permanent government, the Marxist Red Army 50-year, 80-year career politicians. These people have been raised since children with the finest of education. They're complete Marxist inside the party. And unless there's a purge, they're insiders for 80 years. That business model, that political model, is very challenging to the West. Now, unless we decide that we're going to have real history and real politics and real education, we will not win this war of ideas and economy against China. Russia is not the problem. It's China. But we've had a military-industrial complex. We don't have an equivalent in the South Pacific of NATO. We've got our troops all over Europe fighting the last century's war against Russia. Army and military is a fraction. It's economy, a fraction of ours. And yet, we have 450 million people in Europe. For some bizarre fucking reason, they can't defend themselves. They can't pony up money to pay for NATO, to pay for the support. The United States, it's our military. It's our basis. And we don't even, they don't even say, here, we're going to give you the base. We pay rent on the basis. It's a total screw job. And NATO is sacrosanct. It used to be eight nations. Now it's, what, 24, 28 nations? 
NATO is the destabilizing force in Europe. What am I? You think I'm uh, some propagandist for the Marxist cause? You've got to be kidding me. But I'm clear-eyed. I have no vision, no eyesight, but I have insight. Men of granite, men of insight. Isn't that a line from our favorite uh, uh, Irish songwriter, G-L-O-R-I-A, Gloria. Men of insight, men of granite. We've become a politically ossified nation, and we have a very hard time. Look, Kodak invented digital film. Kodak invented the digital camera, but they were concerned that if they went to digital, that it would destroy their gravy train, which was film. So they sat on it, and I think Canon came along and created the first digital camera using Kodak technology. This story is said again over and over and over. How much great technology... Brilliant insight came from these old, stodgy companies, and somebody else ran with it, innovative, hungry, because they didn't have an investment in the buggy whip, in film. So here we are with 450 million people in Europe, a very, a very middle-class nation, very middle-class world. And yet we foot the bill. And it's our troops and our soldiers that will die on the Russian front. We must be fucking crazy. I don't believe anything about Manning on the, on the Ukraine-Russian border. Ukraine is our equivalent of Mexico or Canada. Let's never forget that all of this attack on Donald is because Donald is doing root canal. He's doing, he's carving in, he's doing a colonoscopy. And he's finding out that there's 40 pounds of thesis in that colon. You've been listening to www.propaganda.earth. I'm your host, Propaganda Hitman. We got the wheels of steel, and she works very hard to find for us uh, interesting things. Go to the blog. The blog is propagandaearth.store. Store is a domain. And don't go there looking with Google Chrome. Don't use Google Chrome on Facebook. They're hiding the links. And support the products. We've got Blood type O, A, B, and A, B, pre-probiotic blend, specifically for you. Not a waste of money. Every single ingredient is targeting your blood type for your colon, your brain, your gut. And while you're at it, enjoy the sip right for your type T. Vaya con Dios.
Praise Hashem. Praise God. All our best.